0: Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day. Every day with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in. WIP Daily, Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, of course, following the show here on YouTube. Myself and Tucker Bag will join me in a few minutes to talk about the Aaron Nola contract, Aaron Nola kind of stole the stage yesterday on an NFL Sunday. Obviously, big game tonight with the Eagles and Chiefs. We'll talk about it tomorrow on the show. But we have to react to the Phillies bringing back Aaron Nola, seven years, one hundred and seventy-two million dollars. It kind of broke the gap between the years that I think the Phillies and myself were concerned about, and of course, the money. In which it did not get to the ridiculous level that some predicted because Nola seemingly and reportedly took less to stay here. Uh, Scott Lauber in The Enquirer reported that the Braves made a significant offer at six years and 162 million. The Dodgers, six, 165. So obviously more per year, one less year. And the Phillies came in at 172. Nola wanted to stay. He didn't want to go anywhere. He wanted to pitch for the only team he's ever pitched for. And away the Phillies go doing a very Phillies-style deal, which is extending the contract to lower the average annual value. It's less than 25 per year. So it's it's interesting. There's a lot of ways to look at this deal. So we'll dive into all of them here. Was it too many years? Is this the right deal for the Phillies? NOLA and, and where he's going to rank, assuming he finishes this deal with the Phillies, I and mean, I guess there's a chance they trade him at some point or, or something happens. But if he finishes out seven more years here in Philadelphia – where he's likely to rank on the all-time franchise leaders. And even a conservative estimate, which I think you have to do because he's going to age through this contract, does put him up there, I mean, very high in in the history of Philadelphia Phillies baseball. So the the initial reaction, first reaction is the Phillies kept a good pitcher. I mean, they did. And if the goal is to win the World Series next year and we're just operating from that goal, obviously they're a better team with Aaron Nola on it and then hopefully add more to it than they would have been if he walked away and they were scrambling to try to fill that spot using money or using resources like prospects. So I, I, I've always liked Aaron Nolan. He's a good pitcher. He, he is. Now, is he coming off his best year? No. Is he a great bet to age well? A lot of people seem to think, yes, I'm not sure of that. The history of pitchers that have pitched this many innings at this age in the last, let's say, 20 years – uh, let's say 15 years, okay? Last 15 years, he's one of 20 pitchers to throw at least 1,400 innings before the start of his age 31 season, which is where we're at right now. Half of that group never had a productive season again, okay? Some others were done pretty soon after that. Now, Nolan may be an outlier. You know, we went through some of the comps recently. On a podcast about Nola, and you know, I him to James Shields, and he had a couple more years. In fact, one more really good year, and then it started to really fall off quickly. There's also Mike Mussina, and I don't think he's as good as Mussina. I think he's closer to Shields than he is Mussina, but they're similar. I mean, there's something about the way he pitches—the knuckle curve, the velocity in his fastball, great mechanics. There is something Mike Mussina to Aaron Nola, almost like a a watered down version of Mike Mussina. And Mussina pitched really well on a contract with the Yankees right around this same stage of his career, left Baltimore to go to New York. And he pitched really well for most of that contract. In fact, they think he ended it with, with a 20-win season. Mussina, you know, is, is a Hall of Famer. I mean, that, that's, that's a tremendous pitcher right there in Mike Mussina. So th- there's reasons for optimism on his track record, on his durability. There's also reasons. I, I wonder if there's a lot of innings left in this tank. How many innings are left in the Aaron Nola tank? I don't know the answer. This is a, you know, we, I think we often phrase risky contracts or we kind of frame them as the guy gets hurt all the time. Like Jacob deGrom, that's a risky contract, obviously. Uh, Carlos Rudan with the Yankees last year, risky contract because he's been up and down, fluctuating performance, obviously. So Nola is a different kind of risky because you just – it's like having a car that has been – had a wonderful engine, wonderful transmission, never broke down, never a problem – but we're approaching 200,000 miles here. I mean, like how many more miles does the car have? I, I don't know. So I, I do think there's a lot of risk here. The profile of the pitcher is more fly balls, less ground balls, less strikeouts. I, I think there's a real chance Aaron Nola pitches solidly for the next four to five years rather than great. Will he ever win a Cy Young? I don't think so. Will he ever finish top five again? I would say probably not. And the last couple of years will be what they are. So I, look, I, I don't, I don't hate this contract. I think it's two years too long. I think it's better for the Phillies. He's here next year, assuming they keep adding to the baseball team, and this isn't it. Now, that's got to be part of this, right? The t- only twenty four point six million per year, all that kind of stuff. It's part of the deal here. That Aaron Nola will will help them still add to this baseball team, whether that is a bat in the outfield. Or, and the reporting is out there by both the Inquirer and MLB.com, they're not done in the Yamamoto sweepstakes. So they're going to submit a bid, and apparently Bryce Harper, according to MLB.com, has been as part of the pitch here to Yamamoto. So, look, I'm going to accept the NOLA deal. I'll accept it. I I don't love that it's seven years. I think it will end really poorly. And you look at the Phillies at the end, they're going to have an old Trey Turner and old Bryce Harper and old Aaron NOLA. There's a real chance the 2028-2029 Phillies are bad. But for the 2024 Phillies... Assuming they add more, whether it be a bat or they go and really try to get Yamamoto. Yeah, sure. I mean, that makes the baseball team next year even better. Now, here is really what's what's interesting about Nola and, and how we'll view him when this is all said and done. So I think Aaron Nola is a really polarizing, solid player. And he seems like a decent dude too, right? It's not like he's off the field that people don't like him. He seems like he's, you know, he's a quiet guy and he does his thing and he works hard. And obviously he's he's pitched a lot for the Phillies. He pitched relatively well and had some really good years. So, like, no one hates Aaron Nola. It's just a matter of, it. it do you connect with Aaron Nola? Do you love Aaron Nola? I'd say it's pretty split. I think some people really like him because he's homegrown and there's not many homegrown guys here. And he's done well and he's had some big games. Some people get frustrated by him. But overall, I think he's, he's had a positive, certainly a positive career here in Philadelphia without question. And I said last year and at the end of 2022, there's he's easily a top 10 pitcher in the history of the franchise. But now you look at seven more years. Okay, and I'm going to be really conservative on this. He could exceed this. He could fall below. But I think these are pretty, you know, kind of average numbers. Okay? If Aaron Nola, over the next seven years, reaches 70 more wins in a Phillies uniform, he's averaged 13 per season here. So if I wins aren't really... You know, I, I had to look it up. I didn't even know how many wins he had. But if he averages 10 wins per season, so let's say he has one out of nowhere kind of big year wins-wise, right? So it could be next year. Maybe he wins 17 games or whatever with the same type of season we're used to. he just wins a lot of games. But if he gets to 70, he'll be fourth all-time in wins in Phillies history. If he reaches 21 more wins above replacement in a Phillies uniform, that would be three war per season. Now, for context, I think he's at like four-point – three or 4.4, 4, something like that per year in a Phillies uniform. So I'm I'm pro- projecting him to go down, right? Maybe one or two more big years where he gets like five or six more. And then it starts to, you know, it starts to trend down. When you look at him on baseball reference, if he gets 21 more wins above replacement, which I think is pretty, pretty likely, uh, you know, over the next seven years, he'll be fourth all time among Phillies pitchers in wins above replacement. If he strikes out about 1,200 more batters, and I did that at about 175, 180 you know, strikeouts per year, he's averaged well over 200, you know, 200 per 162 games. Like He averages about you know, a little more than 200 strikeouts per the full season. So if he averages, let's say, 170 over the next seven years, he'll be second in the history of the franchise to Steve Carlton. If he makes 175 starts and that really of all the the markers here is the one I think people will probably project and guess the most because he always makes his starts. He's always healthy. He's always on the mound. If he makes 175 starts, which again is 25 per year, not the 30. So I'm allowing some, some time he misses an injury at some point down the line. If he makes 175 more starts in a Phillies uniform, he's third all time. And, If he gets to the innings mark, about 175, he's going to finish third all time. I mean, let's just think about those numbers for a second. Fourth, fourth, second, third, third. We're talking about a guy that's going to retire if he pitches the rest of the way and he doesn't fall off a total cliff, and he's just at least out there at a decent level for the next seven years. Aaron Nola retires as one of the five greatest pitchers in Philly's history. And according to the reporting yesterday, MacGill with the Athletic, it seemed like that was... Maybe kind of part of what he was thinking here that he wanted to stay here. He wanted to carve out a legacy. I mean, he's going to be here about 15 years when this is all said and done. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty interesting thing. The Phillies have carved something out here unique where the owner is willing to take on extra years at the end to to lower that AAV. Could it bite them seven years from now, six years from now, five years from now? I think it likely will bite them. And we may be looking at really bad Phillies teams at the end of this decade. Does it continue and keep their window open for now? Yes. Does it allow them to keep adding stars? Yes. And is there something going on here between Trey Turner, Trey, uh, Bryce Harper, Wheeler when he signed here, now NOLA, where players, when they experience this or they get a taste of this, want to join this thing? Yeah. I mean, there there is. I think it's, it'd be silly not to recognize this is part of it. Players want to play for the Phillies. They want to play at Citizens Bank Park. They want to play in front of this fan base. So that's really cool. I mean, that that part of it is really fun. Would I have given Nola seven years? I wouldn't. But that's why I I sit here and do this. And, you know, I'm not Dave Dabrowski. I mean, there's, there's, I heard a quote once. I think it was, I think it was Andrew Friedman of the Dodgers, someone of that ilk, who said, if you want to be reasonable in free agency, you'll always come up second or third for getting the player. At some point, if you really want the player, you got to give the contract. And a lot of times the contract comes with some, or some worry. And, and this one does. I, I think there's a real chance Nola will not age as gracefully as we want to believe. Now, let's hope that is in year five, six, seven, or six, seven, and not year two, three, four of this contract. I wouldn't have given seven years. I think it's too much. The average per year is obviously fair. And the Phillies are a better team with Nola and what else they could add this offseason rather than if you walked away, at least for 2024. Let's get Tucker's take on this as the Phillies re-sign Nola 7-172. And it sounds like if they didn't do this, the Braves and Dodgers were ready to take him.
1: Yeah, I think there was probably a, a number of factors that led to them you know, making this investment. And as someone who, who drives a car with over 200,000 miles, I appreciated that, that comparison. But I, I think the one thing for me moving forward that I hope this doesn't preclude is them still improving the rest of the team, right? And there were reports yesterday that they're still in on Yamamoto and they might still add another pitcher to the rotation and make sure they have six or seven major league starting caliber pitchers, um, you know, at the start of the season. Probably help guys like Nola and Wheeler and, and even Suarez, who has struggled to stay healthy each of the last two years. But I just think adding Aaron Nola and bringing him back, you kind of project what he's going to be. I mean, if he plays out his contract, that's 16 years. As a philadelphia philly I and mean, that's something that you know jimmy rollins didn't play 16 years here chase utley didn't play 16 years here ryan howard even though it felt like he was here for about 30 at the end of that contract he wasn't here for 16 years i mean pitching for 16 years if he does this whole contract um that puts you in pretty rarefied air um just just as a franchise i mean he won't sniff the starts that guys like robin roberts got because he's you know over 500 but the fact that we're talking about aaron nola being a guy who could be here that long is just, I think, incredibly impressive. It's a testament to his durability, the fact that he might be, when it's all said and done, one of the best draft picks in Philly's history. Now, it might be dependent on what the rest of the team does around him and if they can you know, win a World Series. But what we've seen from Aaron Nola so far, he's not the most inspiring pitcher. You mentioned he's not a guy who I think is going to win a Cy Young, probably those top five finishes he has might be his ceiling like if you were to ask somebody if him or Wheeler could win one it probably everyone would pick Wheeler even though I think Nola has more top five finishes but I mean this is a guy that right now you're paying 25 million dollars to be your number two starter right and when you consider the money they gave Taiwan Walker to be their four starter or five starter or maybe six starter by the end of this season it's not that crazy it's not a crazy amount of money and you, Dave Dombrowski's never been afraid to add extra years on the contract right that's why we're sitting here right now talking about Nick Castellanos having three more years on a steal or how much money they gave Tywon Walker they aren't afraid to to give out extra money and extra years to make sure they keep this playoff window open a, as much as possible over the next you know year two maybe three years
0: yeah and at some point the 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 reality of that will hit home. Now, they've talked about how if the farm system keeps improving and they do think it has improved, that they'll be able to supplement an older team. Let's say Nola Harper, uh, you know, Nola and Harper and and Turner five years from now. Will su- they'll hopefully supplement that with a lot of kids that are are e- drafted, you know, in June this past June, or maybe haven't been drafted yet, and they'll be here and they'll be cheap and all that, and and they'll have a good baseball team. Obviously, the Phillies that that's wishful thinking. They're they're focused on the now. They're focused on the moment. They're focused on 2024 and 25. I I like Aaron Nola. I think he's a good pitcher. I would not have given him seven years. The Phillies are focusing on today rather than tomorrow. Eventually, tomorrow is going to be here, but for today. 24.6 million for Nola for next year and the year after. That's not a bad contract. That that's not a bad per year salary for what he is. He's going to retire as one of the five greatest pitchers in Philly's history. That's that's the reality of them. I mean, just they, they might they could carve his Wall of Fame plaque now, but they really could carve it when the seven years are done. They kept him out of Atlanta. They kept him out of Los Angeles. They're good. They're feel, they got to feel good about that. Now, I'll feel. Even better about where the team is if they go use the savings, the five, six, seven, eight million they saved next year on NOLA because you took another year extra. And go get a Yamamoto. Go get a right handed bat for the outfield and make this team one that NOLA can celebrate a World Series with. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following WIP Daily. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening.